Thanks for tuning in to localjobnetwork.com radio, where you can find all of your favorite employment-related shows. I'm your host, Katie Chesney, and you're listening to Management Decisions, a show where we bring in high-level executives from a wide collection of businesses to discuss what goes on at the top of the food chain. And today we are talking about how to succeed as a young manager. And joining us is Dustin McKisson, and he is the vice president of First Resource. So, Dustin, thank you for joining the show today. Could you give us a brief overview of your experience as a manager? Yes. Thanks, Katie, and thanks for having me. I got into management when I was very young, sort of by default. When I was 22, I was hired as an AmeriCorps member for a program that served homeless veterans. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was the second employee hired. And then as the organization grew, kind of by default, I got into managing some of the additional employees that came on. So, um for my entire career, more or less, I have I have managed people who are who tend to be much younger than me. That gap is kind of narrowed as I've gotten older, but uh, but most of my career has been uh, managing colleagues and employees who have a lot more years of experience than I do. Mm-hmm. Now we are here today to talk about how those young managers can succeed. And in your experience, do you believe that a young manager faces more challenges than an older or more experienced manager? I don't know if they face more. I think they face some unique challenges. Mm -hmm. You know, they definitely face the, um, you know, they need to sort of earn their place as a manager and earn their authority rather than having it just be given to them. But I I think that's sort of the same for anyone who gets into management, especially for the first time. I do think there are some unique challenges to being a younger manager. I I don't know that there are more challenges to being a younger manager. Mm Mm-hmm. And how do you think age plays a role into these challenges? Do you think it's age that is more of kind of the inhibitor or is it that experience? I think it's really more of the experience. I think it's the idea that you haven't earned uh, the role you've been given. That's what I faced as I went into new scenarios as a younger manager. You know, after my tenure at the Veterans Organization, I joined the Game and Fish Department in Arizona and took over a branch where I was, again, significantly younger than the people that I supervised. And, you know, I think there was a perception that I hadn't earned that role or that I wouldn't know what I was talking about and what I was doing. And I think when you're new to any role, you really, to some degree, don't know what you're doing yet. You have to earn that. But I think that that's the, the biggest challenge there is actually related to the experience rather than the age specifically, although the two, the two are related. But I think it's more about the experience. I recently read an article that you wrote where you shared some of the things that you learned early on in your career as a young manager. And one of those things was to be humble and listen. So why is this important and what does that kind of do for a young manager? I think being humble and listening, being humble and being willing to listen is important for any manager, but particularly when you're in a role where, again, people may perceive that you haven't earned where you're at. So I think it's important to just be humble and, and to not only, um, it's not only to get people to accept you as a manager, it makes you a better manager. If you have some humility and are willing to listen to others around you and recognize that though you may bring, and, and though you do bring strengths, and that's why uh, you are the manager, your team around you and, and those that have had more experience, you know, it can be a great resource. Not only um, you, you need them to be able to be successful, but they can also be great teachers for you. And I think that that other side of it, the, the fact that they can teach you Mm-hmm. Uh, is a big reason, big enough reason on its own to be humble and listen. And on top of that, it's just, you know, I believe that being a good manager, um, first and foremost, involves being a good person. And those are qualities that you would really look for in a person. 
Now, on the flip side of this, and this is something that I, I really found interesting about your article, was that you recommended to not be apologetic. Can you explain why? Yeah, I, I think I've fallen into the trap. I know I have. Uh, you know, there's a difference between being humble and apologizing for and being apologetic. And mm-hmm. and when you're apologetic, I think, you know, in the past, I know I specifically have downplayed some of my experiences or, you know, for me, some of my degrees of certifications or those sort of things. And when you apologize, in my opinion, it can be you know, it really erodes your respect. And you already come in, I think, with a deficiency of respect by being a young manager. So then if you apologize, you're just compounding that. Mm-hmm. But I think you can be humble and listen while not apologizing for who you are and, and why you're where you're at. And since we're kind of discussing some of these intangible things that managers should be doing, especially those young managers, what about empathy? And before we dive into that, really, what is your definition of being empathetic? And could you give an example? I think being empathetic is understanding that, that people have a diverse set of backgrounds and experiences and appreciating those, even if they're different from your own. And even if you necessarily don't share the same views or opinions that come as a result of those experiences. But I think that when you're talking about empathy in a professional sense, it's really about you know, appreciating that other people have different experiences than you, and that's going to create a different set of perspectives. Mm-hmm. So that that's just really the professional definition of empathy for me. Right. So kind of if you're being humble and you're not being apologetic, but you're being empathetic, it really just means that you're kind of this individual that understands that you might not have all the experience, but you're willing to listen to what the members on your team have to say, even if they're older than you or they have more experience than you, that kind of thing. Is that kind of what it looks like? Definitely. And I think it's also from an empathy perspective. One of the things that I think can be hard for a young manager is if you if you are a young manager, just by the definition of it, you've had a fair amount of success at a young age and you can go into a scenario where people have had a different experience than that for one reason or another. And you can, you know, I, I mean, I don't know if everybody does this. I know that, you know, I've been guilty of it is thinking that the people that I was in charge of or managing are, are jaded or disengaged. And I think that, you know, you need to understand why that may be. And even if you don't validate it, or you don't, you know, so you don't want to support a jaded point of view, but understanding why people think the way they think and and feel the way they feel. And as your career progresses, know that if you've had success young, chances are you will, there will come a point in time in your career where you will slip and fall. And, um, you know, I've certainly had that. I've made some bad decisions that I had to recover from. And that other people have done that and and just appreciating that they have that time under their belts and that time is going to uh, shape the way they do things. Mm-hmm. And one thing that you just said that stuck out to me was if you're a young manager, you've already had a certain level of success. And I imagine to get there, you've had to work really hard to get into that role. So what does that really look like in the workplace as far as like working hard as a young manager? Should you be staying up late, staying, you know, coming in early and committing fully? Um, but at what extent should that go? Um, I think it's to the extent that, that, I mean, I wouldn't encourage people to have an unhealthy work-life balance, but at the same time, you know, if you are a young manager, you will face the perception that you haven't earned what you have. And one of the fastest ways to overcome that perception is just working really hard. Mm -hmm. It's part of how I did it. I mean, when I 
started at the veterans organization. You know, at the time I didn't have a family and I was young and single and I could dedicate, even though I was going to school, I was doing it. I could dedicate a lot of, a lot of time to my job. And I did that. And I, you know, I still continue to do that, but I think it's, there's not a, you know, you work X number of hours and get X out of it and return the people that you work with and the people that work for you. If they see you giving it your all and, you know, that's also changed over time. I mean, that may, may mean you're, you know, on the weekend, you're, you're sending out tweets related to your job or whatever it may be. It can, it can look a variety of different ways, but it's more about, you know, the people around you and the people that work for you seeing that you're dedicated and you are giving it your all and you're there and you're showing up and you're trying your hardest. Um, that definitely helps build that respect and that feeling that you've worked for what you have. Mm-hmm. And so we've mentioned perceptions a couple times, and I'm just wondering what other perceptions there might be out there about these young managers and, and really what can they do to kind of, um, you know, maybe change these perceptions so their direct reports, their employees um, view them in a different light? You know, I think one of the important things is to, and I've written another article on this about, I, I personally believe that the generalizations of millennials or any generation in particular, that stuff is overplayed. I think that, that people are people and by and large, you know, they say that millennials spend more time on a computer than their, their predecessors or spend more time on their phone or on apps or those sorts of things. Well, if you, if you go backwards, you could say that the generation before probably spent more time in front of a TV than mm-hmm. the prior generation did. And then, you know, on and on. So I don't really buy as much into those um, generalizations. But at the same time, there are some. And, you know, I think that that when you're talking about perceptions, one of the important things is, you know, be aware of negative stereotypes and and don't play into them. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, if whether they're fair or not, they're still there. And so if a stereotype is that someone who spent more of their life, uh, you know, with a smartphone rather than speaking directly to someone or looking them in the eye, they are they are tapping on their phone. Mm-hmm. You know, be, be aware of those things and, and be cognizant of them. And if you are in a management role, people are watching you. And so something that may be totally have no meaning at all, and, I, and I've had this happen, you know, a comment I've made or something I've done that I really didn't think much of one way or the other took on much greater meaning because you are, you do have heightened disability. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would, that's, that's one piece of advice I would give is be aware of what potentially negative perceptions exist and be extra cognizant of not living up to those negative expectations or living down to those negative expectations, I guess is the right way to put it. Mm-hmm. And I really like the tips that you shared of you really just being cognizant of, you know, what those stereotypes are and then just don't buy into them or at least be aware of them when you're at work or around your direct reports. Now, one thing that we've mentioned, we haven't really dived into it too much is you know, as a young manager, you're more than likely than not going to have direct reports that are older than you. So do you have any tips for managing these individuals and kind of, you know, building your respect and earning your place with them? You know, I would say that there's not, it would, it would just be a piece of advice that I think would apply to anybody you're managing or you're working with or, or you're even working for is just treat them like people and know that life has its ups and downs. And if you are, um, if you're young and you haven't experienced those in time, you will. And, and I really think that people for the most part, they're trying to get through their day. And whether you're in management or whether you're an administrative assistant, they're trying to get through their day. And most people are trying to do the best job that they know how to do. I would say that would be the biggest thing. I don't know that there's a um, there's a there's necessarily a specific tip for how to 
best manage someone who's older than you that isn't just, you know, a lot of basic being a good human, treat them the way you'd want to be treated. Understand that just because you're the boss of someone in an office, you know, that's just a part of who anyone is. And that relationship exists because of the way, because of a work structure. And Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it doesn't make you better than anyone. It doesn't make you less than anyone. It's it's work. And even if it takes up a lot of your day and, and you're very dedicated to your work and you work a lot, I work a lot. It's it's still work. Just to keep those things in mind, I think would be the best advice I could give. These days, especially, we see a lot of articles out there about, you know, how to manage people who are older than you and vice versa. So it's really refreshing to hear just a little bit of a different piece of advice and just to really be genuine and be human. So I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Now, we are up against the clock, but I wanted to give you these last 30 seconds or so to share any final pieces of advice with our young managers listening as far as, you know, how to succeed or anything else that you just think would be beneficial for them. Um, you know, do your best and, and understand that the people that work for you and that you work with are trying to do their best to don't make life any harder on yourself for them than you need to. And the other thing is, I would say that my biggest piece of advice would be that um, just remember to, to be patient and enjoy life and that there's more, even if you love your work, I love my work and I work a lot, but I know when I was young and I was, you know, I was almost obsessed with it and when I would achieve a certain title and what that meant. And, you know, just remember that more than those things, more than being, being management or achieving a certain title, enjoy what you do, find meaning in it, and you will continue to have success in your career. And with that final piece of advice, we will wrap up today's show. So thank you for joining us and sharing your expert advice with us, Dustin. We do appreciate it. You're welcome, and thank you for having me. And to find more employment-related shows, head over to aljanradio.com. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions for future shows, send me an email at aljanradio at localjobnetwork.com or send me a tweet at the LJN on Twitter. And once again, I'm your host, Katie Chesney with LJN Radio, and I wish you the best of luck with your career. 